me, better than the last me. Uh-huh. All I can fit was spreading the truth and compassion. Oh, yeah. And whenever they ask him, I be, I be, I be praising. I be, I be, I be. You just heard Praisin from the album The Intro by Denise LaShawn. Go check out Denise LaShawn's music on Spotify or any other music site. Okay, this is Fun Friday with your host, Margaret Kaziboy, and I'm so pumped to kick it with you today. Fun Fridays are fun because we'll have a 20-minute Q&A with me. I'll answer random questions people send in in no particular order, some fun, some serious. So go ahead and put me on your calendar for our Friday Hangout every other week. Hey everybody, let's get started because it is Fun Friday and I'm glad you're listening again um, to this wonderful Friday episode. I hope your Friday is going so, so, so well. Um, so I'm going to start with the questions that I have that people have sent in. So the first question I have is, why do you not like dogs? Um, okay. So I'm sure this people are going to hear that and be like, what? Um, but it's true. There's maybe four of us humans in the world that do not like dogs. Um, so here's the thing. I, one, I didn't grow up with a dog having an animal or a pet. So I know people will say, well, you didn't grow up with one. So maybe if you do, or if you got one, then you would like them. Honestly, I doubt it. So my reasoning behind not liking dogs or having them as pets, I don't hate, I don't hate them. Like I don't think they are the worst thing to ever exist. I just don't understand slash like the concept how people are so obsessed with them to the point they sleep with them they pay pretty much just as much money for their lives and for their expenses as they do a child um I don't know I think it's an animal like I don't think obviously you should be animals or you know something crazy like that I just don't think they should be treated as humans And I feel like more often than not, they're treated as humans. I think as time and time goes on, they become more treated as humans and domesticated. I remember back in the day when people would, everyone would have a dog house. And literally, you would, the dog would just stay in the dog house that's in the backyard. And it come out of the dog house when you need to go to the bathroom, go back in the dog house, sleep in the dog house. I mean... It was an outdoor animal, which it was created to be outdoors. I just don't get the obsession. I And I just personally will not ever cough up any sort of money for an animal to that degree. So that's my personal opinion. Um, Again, I don't want to like hurt all animals. I just personally don't like them and don't want them as pets. Which, or don't want them in my home or anything like that. Which, if you want that, all power to you. That is just not me. So, yeah. 
Okay. My next question I get is, if you could live, or if you could have grown up in any other country but America, where would that have been? That's a good question, um, because I do love culture, and I love traveling. Um, I, I don't know, so, uh, okay, well, I mean, I think I really have loved London when I went there, the city of London, so I would probably have grown up in London. I mean, I think London's really cool. I love the um, atmosphere of people dressing really nicely all the time and just looking cute all the time. And I love the public transportation system there, which I think is 10 times better in Europe than places like New York and stuff. And it's, to me, a lot cleaner and all that kind of stuff. So I love that. Um, And I just love the little slower pace of, of London, really all of Europe, really most other countries than America. So I love that there's a lot slower place. There's less workaholic mindset. Um, and they live comfortably in happy lives. Um, their quality of life is very important. And I personally like that. So that's probably where I grow up. If I didn't grow up in London, I mean, if I didn't grow up in America, not London, um, okay, would you rather have a roommate or live by yourself? Um, okay, well, this is a very, very easy question because if anyone knows me, knows that I hate being alone. So, 100% hands down have a roommate. I'm pretty sure I told, I've told a lot of people this actually, that I'm trying to have a roommate until I get married one day. And if I don't get married one day, I'm just trying to have a roommate till the end of time. Which I'm finding to be quite hard because um, most people after a certain age don't want a roommate. But if you are one that does and wants uh, cheap rent um, or cheap mortgage or whatever, I'm your girl. Because I'm down for a roommate forever. I just like having people there. So I have a roommate, I have a roommate right now, so I'm definitely not available to room with anybody, but if it ever is the case that she leaves me, I'm always looking slash searching. Okay. I know where this question came from. So this person asked, why should people give Harry Potter a chance? Um, who have never seen it or read it before. Okay. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I love the movies, love the books, love it all. It, I mean, besides them just being good quality movies, and you see how the quality of the movie progressed over time, because they literally came out in a very long time span, there are so many nuggets in there and words of wisdom from pretty much so many of the characters that they'll say things, and they're just for real, like, words of wisdom you can take in life. I'm telling you, there's all kinds of messages all over if you really listen to it. Dumbledore being one of the main ones, but even all the other characters. And it's just a good movie. The cinematography in especially the last movies is incredible. I also like, to me personally, it is one of the only books where the movies stayed as closely as they possibly could to the book. Um, which is really hard to do with such a big book. The books get, um, bigger as they 
as it goes on. And so, um, and a lot of times so much has changed from book to movie. And it seriously is to me, one of the very few movies, if not only that has saved as much as one possibly could without each movie being about five hours long to the book, like very, very, very closely to the book. So I do like that quite honestly. Um, so yeah, so everyone just needs to give Harry Potter a chance because literally it's just so, just sit down. It's just so good. So many things happening and so much plot line and it's just interesting and seriously there are so many nuggets of wisdom and those of you that believe that it's all like I don't know all witchcrafty or whatever and you're um okay I'm gonna call you people out and you're like oh my gosh I can't let that's um what's it called encouraging witchcraft it's not it's just not it, it really isn't um J.K. Rowling was not, like, a witch or something crazy like that, that some people like to believe and say crazy things about her. That's just not the truth. It's actually really good. And if you watch it, you will actually hear some, like, again, some real parallels to some truths, like faith truths, like spiritual truths. I'm not even lying to you. So you need to watch it. You need to give it a chance. And it's just good. Like, the acting is good. The way they do the movie is good. I could go on and on and on, but I'm a Harry Potter fan. I know a lot of people that are Harry Potter fans, um, across all different backgrounds too. So it's not just a culture, one culture that watches this movie. I know a lot of people that love Harry Potter across all different backgrounds, ages, all the things. So go watch it. Just give it a chance. Just watch it. Okay. You can't act like there's movies that you have, um, what's it called? Just give it a chance. Just give it a chance. And then say you don't like it. But don't say you don't like it if you haven't watched them. Alright. Okay. What are some great things about state schools? Wait. Okay. This is another question. Um, I'm going to come back to that question. Um, actually, I'm going to answer that question now. What are some great things about state schools and are not great things about state schools? Um, well... I did go to a state school, not in my, um, state that I was, you know, born in or raised in. Um, but I mean, I don't really know if this is a difference between state schools and not state schools. Um, well, actually the negative for me was that I didn't get in state tuition because it wasn't my state school. Um, So I had to pay a buttload to go to my school, but I loved it. (laughs) Um, I love the tradition of a lot of state schools. I mean, I guess non-state schools have them too, but usually a lot of state schools are grounded in tradition and um, just so much of, like, there's so much tie to that school. Um... And, you know, your grandparents, grandparents, grandparents all were devout, I don't know, devout people to that school. So I think I love the tradition. Um, I went to a D1 school, so I love the, um, 
I love the just the competitiveness of the um, athletics, which was awesome. So going to athletic events was the best, and just having that pride of your school was the best. And um, but I also think for people that do go to state schools, a lot of time, yeah, it's in their family, so they have so much deep roots um, in that school. Whereas maybe a private school, a lot of times um, you can't just. It's a little bit harder to get into sometimes, especially, and it doesn't matter if you're in the state of that private school, your chances are about as equal as someone out of state. Like, they don't have necessarily a quota they have to fill up how many people in state they have for that school. So, even if your parents um, went to that school, or a lot of people you know, you would still, it still might be a little bit harder to get in, just because they don't have a, have a quota of the number of people from that state. Um, whereas state schools, um, you know, they have to, I'm pretty sure they have to have some sort of quota of how many people from that state, like in that state, go to that school. And so you have just a better chance of going to the, to the school that your whole family went to for decades, basically. So Um, I think that's the biggest difference. Uh, I don't know. Um, so it says, someone asked me, what are some great things about Ivy Leagues and bad things about Ivy Leagues? Well, unfortunately, I didn't go to an Ivy League. So I don't really know the answer to this question. Um, yeah, my brother went to an Ivy League, so maybe I can have him on the podcast and we can ask him, um, about... Ivy Leagues, um, but yeah, I didn't go to one, so I don't really know the answer to this question. Um, so the next thing um, someone asked me was, "How was your birthday?" Um, so I recently had a birthday, um, September nineteenth. So um, when this episode comes out, um, it'll been it'll be a <clears throat> week since my birthday, and so. Um, people want to know how my birthday was, how I'm feeling about being 27. Um, so that's a great question. Um, so my birthday was good. I was actually on a work trip for my birthday. Um, so I was in Atlanta actually, and a friend of mine came, a friend who I met through another friend came and picked me up and we, um, she showed me really around Atlanta. So, um, Alethea, thank you. And it was truly, truly awesome. It was really, really fun. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, so I went to like, I guess, Midtown, downtown Atlanta, different parts of Atlanta, went and saw MLK's, the MLK's, um, where he pastored his, that church. I went and saw that. Um, and then I also went, um, to the MLK museum, I think. Oh, and then I went and saw, because you know Black Panther was filmed primarily in Atlanta, I went and saw the apartments where the kids were playing in the playground, um, where, like, where that was filmed, and then I went to this, um, place called Pont City Market where it had all these coffee shops and gelato and all the things, and so it was really, really fun, um, felt so, so super loved, um, so, so super encouraged, um, just, it was awesome. Um, so it was, it was such a good day. How am I, how am I feeling about 27? 
that's again it's just a solid question um 27 quite honestly um I am excited about it I mean it's not people say it's not a big year so I don't know how to feel but I think every year I get older I'm really am excited I don't know I am not freaked out by getting older always so I mean sometimes I guess it can be because it's like what am I doing with my life but sorry I was drinking coffee but um I'm excited for 27 I think it's gonna be a good year that's so cliche um I don't know every year I get older I just feel like I add another layer of crazy to my life but I also add another layer of wisdom to my life and um things actually generally get harder to be quite honest with you and so maybe that can be discouraging but I just learn at a deeper capacity and certain things and certain um habits that I fall into I start to just become more confident and those things just go away so I'm excited for 27. Three years close to 30. And quite honestly, my 30 is going to be the bomb. I'm going to have a big 30 party. um, And it's going to be great. So I'm not really mad about it because 30 will come in three years. Um, So yeah, so thanks for asking. My birthday was so great. Um, If you know me, I love birthdays. I really, I do love my birthday and I love other people's birthdays. I love sharing... um, being able to make people feel special on their birthday because it's a big day you were brought into this world on that day I think that is something worthy of celebrating so again thanks for asking um next question okay and this will probably be the final question for fun friday um but it's a good question it goes along with the birthday thing but um why do you like encouraging people so much okay This is a good question. And I may have answered this in another Fun Friday. I don't remember. So sorry if this is a repeat. Um, I was talking to... Actually, I was talking to my roommate recently about this. um, And I think... I just have realized that... um, And I've, I've said this time and time again. Again, if you know me. But I just really realize that there are so many people in this world that just do not feel heard for whatever reason. And they just don't understand their worth and value. And I am a product of someone that has struggles with that or has been there. Um, And so I just really want people to know that they're valuable and that they're seen and that they're heard. And I say that a lot. And it's really easy with people with big platforms um, or that are in you know, on the TV screen or just in positions where a lot of people know them, um, to, for people to look at them and say, like, no one will ever hear me like that, or I will never be seen like that, or be discouraged because they'll never get there. And it's like, no, like you are very heard and very valued. But even again, I will also say people on those big platforms, a lot of times, behind the scenes, they still, even though they have those platforms or have that spotlight, they still don't feel seen and heard. And I think recently in our last few years of life, not few years, but recently a lot of, even though people have been struggling struggling with this for forever, um, a lot of people are just coming out about depression and going through depression and going through loneliness. And it's just this idea and it, and it just, 
breaks my heart because it's just this idea of, do you not feel valued and loved and seen? And so my goal is like, I just want to make people feel that way um, and know that they are. And ultimately for me, if you're listening to this um, and maybe you don't believe in the same things as me, that's okay. Um, but for me, it's, I want them to hear that from me, but then ultimately I want them to know that the reason I can say that is because God actually feels that way about you. And so despite what the world says about God and all these other things and who he is, the God of the Bible that I read sees you and hears you and loves you and thinks you're, and has, thinks you're valuable. He created you with value and worth. And so trust him in the fact that he thinks those things about you. So when you can believe that someone that created everything, um, and that is in control of everything, thinks so deeply about who you are and loves you so deeply, um, then all these other people that say whatever, or like, don't give you that affirmation, it will be okay. But I do understand that sometimes it is nice to feel affirmed Um, And so I I really try to make that my goal as much as possible. I just want, I want there to be a season of life where depression is so much less than it is, where loneliness is so much less than it is. I just really want that. All right. Thanks for listening to Fun Friday. Have a good day.